We Speak English Good has expanded to WSEG TV only on Twitch. Every Monday at 1 p.m. and Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be going live and direct with guests. I have live looping, improvised music stuff and games prizes and more go to twitch.tv slash we speak english good and tune in also go to modedstudios.com m-o-d-e-d-s-t-u-d-i-o-s.com check out the latest and greatest from this fully embroidered patches and apparel online store actually the latest one is my favorite which is a maga hat with blm spray painted graffitied over it you gotta go check it out it's amazing i put it up on my facebook these hats are selling like hot cakes go check it out for yourself modedstudios.com now on with the show So baby, run to my arms I'll be your shelter, your shield Keep you safe from the storm From the storm To revive you and love you 
And that was the Trust Song by our guest today, Cleveland P. Jones, off his latest album, Let's Make Love, now available. I left the link in the show notes, so go show your support and click on that thing and download it today. Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Cleveland P. Jones. Cleveland is a singer-songwriter out of Atlanta, Georgia. Cleveland is a, an incredible human being and just an incredible talent. And I, I just had a great conversation with Cleveland and... And, and it's coming up real soon here. But first, go to reinamystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com, and check out her Twitch streams and her, her music and all that good stuff. You can also check out wespeakenglishgood.com. Um, go like, subscribe, and review. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, Snapchat, Twitch. Go like us on Twitch. Follow us on Twitch. Create a profile on Twitch. I, you probably never heard of Twitch. Well, you should probably go and check it out. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> Most of the time when I was like, have you ever heard of Twitch? No. No, I don't know what that is. Or isn't that for gamers? It, you know what? It, it's, like, it, it's like what podcasts used to be. It, but people are like, what, what's a podcast? Like, what, what, what am I casting pods to? Like, why would I want to cast a pod? Well, it's kind of on that same wavelength, I think. I, I, Twitch in the next coming few years is just going to be like YouTube and or podcast and such. Anyways, go like us on uh, all those stupid social media platforms. You can subscribe to us on YouTube where our music tutorials are. Uh, I've been throwing up some performances up there of me and of me and Reina and uh, you can also subscribe on Apple iTunes anywhere you get your podcasts. And of course you can subscribe on Twitch which will cost you a little bit of money there, but we're having fun. I am just having a blast with the stream. Finally, you can leave a review. Now, this is the important one here. Leave a review on iTunes. Anywhere you can leave a review, it helps. Leave a comment uh, on SoundCloud. Wherever you hear this podcast, leave any kind of comment, review. Anything like that helps people find the podcast. So if you want to support the podcast, please go out and just leave a review. And also support Moded Studios, which... They are just killing it right now. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to get Caleb back on the show. I think he might come back on Friday. So, anyways, yeah, Friday we're having a, a we have a live stream going on with Lance O. Lance is a uh, MC. He is a radio DJ. He is a uh, he he does all kinds of stuff in the reggae community in Miami. So he also puts on concerts. So. He actually, it's funny, he actually knew all the people that I know from the reggae scene out in Cali, like the Cal Roots scene. So it, it, it's funny. It's just now and sort of connecting the, the dots in between because, you know, Cali has that uh, that tropic vibe, t sort of Mediterranean vibes going on. And so, to, and obviously Miami definitely has the trop tropic vibes going on. So, uh, 
it's uh those places are hotbeds for reggae so uh it's just uh it's cool man I'm, I'm really excited to talk to lance and just get his perspective on the reggae scene down in florida so that's friday at 3 p.m eastern standard time august 7th stop in twitch.tv slash we speak english good we've been having so much fun with it man i've been doing these live loops i've been connecting with people we've been talking to other streamers it's just been really good time okay guys let's jump into a cleveland p jones uh, again i can't say enough good things about cleveland you can find him on instagram uh at cleveland p jones is it cleveland p jones music i better make sure i don't want to mess this up i'm really good at it it's just cleveland p jones you can find him cleveland p jones on facebook and um, I'll leave some links in the show notes. So go down there and show some support. Cleveland also has uh, his latest album. It's, it's, it's his newest album, which I think came out in February, called Let's Make Love, which is out there on all the streaming platforms. So go listen to his music. Go support Cleveland and um, enjoy this conversation I had with Cleveland P. Jones. I'll see you on the other side. Everybody say hi to Cleveland. There he is. Hi. <laughs> hey, Cleveland, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Well, I um, well, I found out about you through, um, through someone I had on the show uh, a few months ago, right at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, his name is uh, Chance Hayden. And yeah. I believe that he was on the same label that you were on, or are on. I'm not sure how that's working or how that works. Um, but I know, I know, I couldn't play his music. I know that that he was like, oh, I think it'll be weird with the record label. So I definitely, uh, I definitely steered away from that with all this uh, and or DCMA stuff going around. But. Uh, uh, I really have loved, like, I loved your, the music that you put out, but I love the range of your voice. It is just incredible. It, it just, it's just so full and robust. And uh, I, I don't know. Tell me, what is music? Is this something that you've had since you remember it? I mean, is this running your family? I mean, what, what's your lineage of music in your family? Yeah, it, it does run. Um, mainly, it was me. I well, my mother, my grandfather were the main singers in the family. And I listened a lot, um, you know, mimicked a lot of things that I heard. And my mom heard me singing around the house, cleaning up. Like, you can I was very And she said that I was. So I started following whatever mom said. I lived in her house. 
Hey, I'm so sorry, Cleveland. I'm getting a poor connection on my end. I'm so sorry about this. Just give me okay. one. Give me one second, guys. I'm sorry about this, guys. It's uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually switch over here for a second. The the. Give me one second. I might lose you for a second, Cleveland. Just give me one second. Oh my. This is this is the fun part about doing stuff live is that we get to we get to experience all the bumps in the road together. Yes, we do. <laughs> all right. Okay. We're gonna see if this works. So we're coming back to Cleveland here. And our fancy transition. Awesome. So it's frozen now. Wonderful. I love it. This is great. This is <laughs> this is turning out well. Uh, I I I'm not sure why it froze on us, Cleveland. Um, we might just switch you over to a picture, and then we'll just move forward because I I, I hate to waste your time with you just sitting there <laughs> staring at me like, ask me questions, bro. Uh, okay, hold on. Let me let me see if I get this thing together, and then oh, there you are. All right, you popped in the. There we go. I I, I don't know what I did, but we're back. Okay, so if you don't mind, uh. The lineage of music, how does how does that work for you? Yeah, well, it basically started with my mother and my grandfather. Um, church, honestly. Church, um, listening to my mom, the music that she played, played a lot of gospel, and she played a lot of like um little Stevie and Doctor uh, Side music, but a lot of gospel. So, like, literally listened to her because she sings and my grandfather had music. It's going to be vocally and just watching what you know. And here I am today. My mom made me, so I'm glad. So, Cleveland, I just want you to know, and and I hope you're not. I hope you don't get upset with me, but like this is what I heard. I'm so sorry. Do you have like headphones or anything? I'm so sorry to put you through this. Let me get that. Me sure, get that. sure. I, I I apologize, man. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back here so you guys can look at me, so you don't have to see Cleveland doing his thing. Uh, I, I <laughs> these, you know, like I. This is one of the biggest fears I've had when when I started doing this live was was having these issues, but now that we're here in the middle of it, it's not so bad. Oh my gosh! Do you it, hear me now? Oh my gosh! It's like night and day. I I appreciate. Here we are. Okay. We fixed it. Yes. No, I'm good. Okay, we're back with Cleveland. Cleveland, one more time, yes. if you don't mind. <laughs> no problem. Oh, uh, I, 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 you, you were saying that your mother and your grandfather, oh, and church is a huge influence on, on your, on your musical abilities and, and appreciation. Mm-hmm. So, so, mm-hmm. so, was the music a big part of your household, or was it just something that you did at church? No, it was a big part of the household. I mean, my mom always just sang around the house anyway. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so in a nutshell, um, I just followed what she did. I mean, it was always me, my mother, and my sister. Mm-hmm. And my sister's an amazing singer as well, so I might want to note that. But um, I just literally listened to whatever mom played. Mm-hmm. And when she played it, we just kind of sang it. So we were around the house singing Betty Wright songs. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm nervous and I'm trembling, waiting for you. So yeah. it was just whatever she played, we, we, we digged into it and you know, we just sung around the house and she heard me and she said, you're going to sing in church. And I was shy about it. And eventually I just ended up doing it because she made me do it. So, <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I get that. Uh, So, so then when did you start sort of noticing that you had, you know, uh, I mean, because there's people who sing and then there's people who sing. (laughs) And so I'm just curious, like when you started to really notice when this, when your talent started to really unfold for you? Well, you know, um, it was also it was for me. It was always made based on what someone said. Okay. I was extremely extremely insecure, so um, I knew that my timbre of voice was interesting. So that was one thing that I was kind of you know taunted about. You know, when I was younger, you know, oh, you sang kind of high. You sang like a woman. I've heard many things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you sound very interesting, or oh, your your voice is unique, and that's and I stopped taking the word unique as a positive word. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I learned to turn all of that stuff into good stuff and just keep singing anyway, because this is the gift I was given and I'm going to sing anyway. Yeah. So, um, but to say there was a, a staple time when I knew I could sing, I don't think I ever had that. I still think that I'm, I'm, I'm always a work in progress. I'm grateful for what I have. So I'm not watering it down, but I'm also not putting it to the pinnacle point. I'm just saying that I'm glad I'm here and I have a piece of something to give and that someone will actually listen. Yeah. So I'm glad that made it, And that feels good in itself. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, yeah, it's interesting that people choose that word "unique" to 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 mm-hmm. put things in a box that they might not like. Uh, exactly, I'm used to it. What now? I am. What? What? How did you get past that? How did you get past that? Because I mean, I'm sure you heard a lot. I mean, like, how is that? Yeah. So, how did you? Because, I mean, when I look at you, you look like a very confident human being who I know can <laughs> blow blow my ears out of the water with that beautiful voice. So I, I just... Well, thank you. I'm just saying, I know it's a journey, you know, and, and so I'm yeah. just wondering when that sort of... Well, I mean, the thing is this, um, how do you get over it? Yes, is, is, yeah. It, become, you... it becomes... Yeah, it becomes mind over matter. You have to make a decision. Like, literally, you know, I didn't, I stopped, I love the term, um, and I, I stated on Facebook recently, I said, you know, we're waiting for Superman to show up, but he's never coming. <laughs> so, and when I say that, that, that's me saying, you know, why am I, I'll sit here and wait for validation. I'll mm-hmm. wait for someone to think that I sound good, or I'm good enough, or I need to be managed, or I should be a part of a label. Um, I've, I've, I've signed two different deals. I want to talk about them, but, you know, um, they didn't work. And it wasn't that I wasn't good enough, but um, it was a thing that it just wasn't the right timing. Um, but how did I overcome it? I overcame it by simply literally encouraging myself to get out of my own head and just sing and sing the way you sing. Do not sing to fit a profile just because you are a uh, six foot tall black man and you look like you sing like this, but you sound like this. Right. So I, I've heard that many times of, you know, I've, I was one day in, in, a, in a, <laughs> a club at an open mic session here in Atlanta um, years ago and uh, a, a great brother, um, and he's, he's a great brother. I remember singing a song by Rochelle Farrell, singing in her key. And I remember walking out of the, of the club and he came, he ran after me and it startled me because it was dark and it was a club. And I was like, yo, yeah. what do you want? Uh, but he, he just said, and, and I will never forget his words. Um, he said, yo man, I was up there and I saw, I, I saw you and I saw you and I was wearing all black that night actually. So just imagine. So, uh, he said, <laughs> so I was black on black. <laughs> and he like said, uh, he says, man, I looked, I looked up on the stage and I saw, I saw, I saw this big black man and dressed in black. And he says, all I could think was, only God could do that. That's a beautiful. And when he said that, because I was, I was really waiting to be offended. I was waiting to be <laughs> offended by whatever he was going to say. And he says, only God could do that. 
Wow. And that to me will never, and I'll never forget that brother. Um, so thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that was, that was one of those moments that uh, kind of helped me a little bit to know that there was something different, unique, but, um, you know, but I never walked around like, oh yeah, I'm Cleveland. I'm super special, even though I am special. And, yeah. and actually all of us actually are, you know, right. but um, that was one of those moments that kind of helped me without, let's say the validation without needing it. But, but it was a wonderful statement that I would never forget. And that was in the early 2000s, um, around 2001, I think it was. Um, when this was said to me, but I never forgot those words. Yeah, you can't, yeah. man. Because those those are the things that mm-hmm. people say to you that keep you moving in those dark times when when you mm-hmm. when you are doubting yourself because you will doubt yourself yes. as an artist. Oh my gosh, all, all the, the time. time, all the time, <laughs> all the time. You know, no, I do all the time. Yeah. Um, but what I do know is that I have to just continue to press if I really believe in myself and believe in what I'm doing. Um, even like you say, whenever, even when you're scared, do it scared, do it shaking, do it, yeah. do it afraid, still do it and let the masses and whoever gravitate to you, gravitate to you and, um, and let it be from there. But don't, don't wait around for somebody to say you're good enough. I don't need someone to tell me that anymore Yeah, because I am good enough. And that I can say proudly now, but not in the space of being pompous, but in the space of saying, gosh, this is my, my journey here on earth. Why not be as happy as I can and sing as much as I can and write and produce whatever I can. Just be happy yeah, and be grateful for the gift because one day we won't be here. So at least leave all your little magic babies around. <laughs> so, you know, one day somebody will be able to go back and say, hey, who's this person? You know, you leave your mark, leave your mark. And that's, that's my, that's my goal. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, 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 the thing about like when you're saying that, you know, everyone is special and it's like the, the, the biggest thing that one of the things that saddens me is when people don't dig in to find that about themselves mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. they'll sit there and they'll just be like oh i wish i could do that and i wish i could do mm-hmm. this and i wish i could do mm-hmm. that and, it, and it's, it's it's weird because it's not like you can tell people it's not like it comes in a manual like this is what's special about right. you this is what this is yeah. what god gave you or whatever you believe in this is yeah. what you came with you know like it's yeah. really something that you there's have. there's no handbook there's no, no handbook to this but it, it has a lot to do with you know how you grow up mm-hmm. you know um how do you see yourself but i mean and, and i'm going to mention family you know how how your family um how you're reared how you're how you're raised mm-hmm. you know um is this a confident did you grow up in this this strong and confident um environment um you know i think that my mother did the very best that she could as well as my grandfather and all those were surrounding me we all were being who we were mm-hmm. and um sometimes it doesn't work like, you know, it, it, it's not always the right words. It's not always the right choices. But then there's something for me um, that just kind of just came into play to say, Cleve, wait a minute. Um, isn't this your life? Isn't this your destiny, your journey? So you need to be in control of that. Um, it took me years to get there and I'm still in the battle of it. Yeah. But um, I'm so grateful that I, I'm, I'm bolder in who I am. I'm bolder in how I sing and my approach to music and my approach to, to how I even deal with people. And also more so how I treat myself. Yeah. So I learned to love me so much more yeah. than I ever have before. So um, that that's I think is reflective in what I give um, on 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 recordings. You know, it's, it, it, what you're telling you, you know, like you literally do have to tell yourself this. It, it, it and it makes people like people look at you weirdly when you're like, no, you gotta like really, <laughs> like you seriously gotta say like I love myself. Like you have to say I love over me. and over yes. and over and over again, and it's just like yeah. anything else. If you weren't equipped with that kind of skill set, you have to develop that skill set. And one of the yes. biggest ways 
to develop that skill set of self-love is just telling yourself you love yourself, which it sounds Absolutely. so silly, but it, it's like... It, it sounds silly, but you got to mean it. You know, um, it's, it's always a work in progress. I mean, I'm, I'm always looking at that. I mean, there were so many things that I could totally talk about, which aren't really that, that deep at this point. But I mean, I was so insecure about my skin tone. I was, mm-hmm. I was insecure about my nose. I, was, I mean, I'd rather be... Right now, I can speak in a very transparent place because I'm choosing to love Cleveland in his, in his wholeness. So I, I'm so, and the, to me, the voice for me, uh, singing was, was my saving grace and meaning that it was the only way I felt like I could heal myself. So particularly, and not to give any type of graphics, but when I would go into the shower, <laughs> it was like my safe haven, uh-huh. you know, uh, I could sing my little song to myself, whether it was a scat or a scream or a growl, whatever it was, I felt like that was where I felt like, oh man, this is just wonderful. And I could sing freely, but as soon as I kind of walked out, it was different because, you know, in my mom's house, fine. But like I hear people who sing and, and, and hum and stuff like that in the grocery store. I am not that guy. I'm like, you are bold. <laughs> I'm like, that's bold, but I, I think it's amazing. Yeah. I still to this day, I'm not that guy. I might do a little, but yeah. that's about it. Like it, it's as if like whatever's in the, the you know, playing in the store yeah. might you know, but outside of that, no, I'm not going to be like, hey, my name is Cleveland and I'm going to skit scat and you're going to love me because this is how I sing. I am not that guy at all. I'm more shy than than <laughs> most would know. So um, when I tend to sing, I'm probably singing through some stuff, mm-hmm. you know. So what you may be hearing from me is you're hearing all of it. You're hearing a hurt. You're hearing love. You're hearing, you know, laughter. You're hearing all of it. Um, yeah. So I just put it all in there. And here we go. Well, and do it unapologetically. You know what? That that's the one thing. And by the way, Raina, thank you for those bits. I appreciate that. Uh, that that was one thing that uh, that I get told a lot is like you gotta stop apologizing, dude. Like, cause it's like, oh, I'm sorry, 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 sorry. And, and yeah, it's yeah. like, <laughs> you know, and, and on one hand, it's like that it becomes disingenuous. First of all, you're lying mm-hmm. after a while if you just yeah. keep on apologizing <laughs> for some stuff you know you're just gonna do again. You know, it's just like, yes. basically, it just. It, it's just it's i don't i don't find it to be a great look and and it's you know like i i think there you can be vulnerable in this world but you know there's Mm. there's a difference between being vulnerable and insecure and like and not sure about what you're presenting to people and and like when it comes to certain aspects of my artistry which even makes me sound sick to my stomach saying my artistry. It just, but in, even but it is your artistry, right? It, but but there are certain things that I'm very confident about that I'm very com- that I know what I can do, and and then there's other aspects where I'm mm-hmm. just like, oh, please don't make me do, you know, like for instance, singing, yeah. <laughs> singing, which I, I recently just started doing out live. Oh, nice as a background, and my goodness, it is just to me, it's the most vulnerable instrument there is because it is you i agree with you it, it's you and when people mm-hmm. don't like your voice and it's your unique yeah they don't like you <laughs> in, in a weird way they don't like how you're shaped they don't like how your how your how your your air comes out how your the vibrations mm-hmm. hit their ear they like literally mm-hmm. if they don't like your voice they literally don't like a piece of you which don't is don't like you which which you yeah. can't look at it in that kind of insane you know magnifying glass way but like mm-hmm. that's how i see things sometimes which gets me in a lot of trouble but it's you know it, it's okay. it, it happens it happens and I don't know. It, it's it, it's yeah. It's fun. It's fun for everyone. Well, let me give you this. Let please, me give you this. Please. Um. So it, it is true. And and and. But the beautiful part of of that to me is that um, 
Well, let's just say this. As you get older, I don't know your age, um, but I do know that once I crossed the 40 mark, something shifted within me and it stopped caring as much as I did about what someone thought of me, whether it was my physical self, my voice. My voice wasn't designed for every single person, every single ear. Be okay with the fact that your frequencies are not going to match somebody else's frequency. And it's okay. Now, and that's where you get to have more I would say more control of your own emotions and also still stand strong in, in who you are versus needing to, to try to sound like and fit into boxes. I'm tired of boxes. Boxes have been built for, for you know, for, as cages and I don't live in those. Yeah. So my thing is be happy with what you got. Um, be accepting of what you receive. Mm. Um, this is your one life, at least that we know of here. And one day we will expire. And the fact that you are here, why not live your happiest while you can? Mm-hmm. And whether it's singing out loud or singing secretly or privately like I do, uh, a little small <laughs> hum here and there. Um, but but it's, it's just just be free. But it's easy to say. It's easy to say and not, you know, easier to say than do. Mm-hmm. Um, but because this is a journey again and I'm, 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 I'm still on it and I'm glad to be here. Yeah. So, you know, uh, yeah. I, and I'm going to say this. And, and this Please. is not to be rude to people who, who don't like your sound. I, I don't care about them. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I can't care about because that's their that, and they yeah. they own that and that's theirs. But you know, you you just you don't stop right. because of that. Right. That's all I'm saying. Of course, it, it, so keep singing. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, thank you, to, and and I will keep singing personally. And and um, please. In fact, I'm forcing myself to do so where because Twitch is such a weird platform. I love it, but it it, it could get weird because you could. I'm gonna make a, a thing where people, where the people watching can make me do like, cer- like sing certain things, and just to force me to sing in front of people because okay. it's the only way that you get over these certain things. I was just listening to this uh, video that just randomly came up in my Instagram stream, and it's Will Smith talking about, you know, doing the inspirational Will Smith thing, and he's talking yeah. about. <clears throat> For for whatever reason, God or whatever you want to call it, whatever that mystery yeah. is, um, mm-hmm. puts the most uh, puts the most uh, uh, puts the most the highest prized things on the uh, on the other side of terror. And uh, I, I like that. I, I really do because mm-hmm. it's. Oh, thank you for the posture check, Whisper Glitter. <laughs> Sorry about that. The chat. <laughs> uh, and. Uh, Anyways, uh, it's it's a it's a really uh, it's a really powerful statement because that is the one thing that I have noticed the most is like anytime I'm afraid of something and and you know there's things to be afraid of in this world but when it's something like singing in front of people something basic mm-hmm. like that um, once you get through it once you get past it and and once you start to to understand that it's really just it's really just becoming comfortable with who you are and what you're doing I, I mean mm-hmm. like the the amount of the amount of confidence that came with that it was was undescribable because I do consider myself kind of insecure shy person I can be I can be I, I'm getting better like you I'm getting better as I get older and and starting to understand who I am and stuff but uh, it really did help me put in a perspective of my place on stage it helped me put it, it just it helped me across the board like the benefits of singing in front of people and facing my fear put me made it easier for me to communicate with people it made it easier for me to you know like just just general communication and just generally communicating it just helped a Mm -hmm. lot 
just getting past those those weird fears that we hold on to. I know that was a very long blah blah blah, but but you get what I'm. This understand. is your story. <laughs> this is your story. I mean, do and you, this is your expression. I'm not here to judge it. Well, I appreciate yeah. that, Cleveland. I mean, do you agree with that? Who am I to do that? <laughs> I do agree with you. Only thing that I would back on, I would backtrack on. You said um a basic thing like singing. Oh my um, goodness! I wouldn't say, I'm I, so sorry. No, 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 no. See, we say just, we're going to be apologizing. Yeah, so I know. It's, it's not that. But see, the, what's basic to someone else is not cannot be so basic to the next person. Right. I held onto that particular. I heard everything you said, Thank but you. I held onto that little piece. Good. Because um, people deal with anxieties. People mm-hmm. deal with anxieties, and it's a real thing for people because people are highly judgmental. People have something to say, even when you're dead. They still talk about you. You know, you can't say anything. <laughs> so at the end of the day, um, just do you the best you can, but also take your time. So let's just let's be clear. When you call it basic, it wasn't so basic for you. Right. Right. Because see, so it wasn't basic. Not it at was all. something. It, it caused all. you a little bit of an anxiety. So the thing and, and, and acknowledge it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, a lot of it. Yeah, so it wasn't so basic. Mm-hmm. So the thing is this continue to to work on that. That's mm-hmm. all you do is continue to work on that. And you but you're gonna have to hopefully start flooding out um, w- what you think people think. Because sometimes mm-hmm. you really have no earthly clue. I've, I've gotten up and sung what I felt like I was singing my heart out, and people were just looking like, oh, okay. And, and I felt inside initially, you know, because we're in our heads. I thought, wow, oh, gosh, I thought I hit that note pretty well that time, you know, in my head. Yeah, yeah. But then, then, there, then, then there's something that tells me, and you were waiting to be validated by whom? And um, and and it'll take me back to something that was said to me by um, my professor when I was in the Morehouse House Glee Club, Dr. David Morrow. He said to us um, as a, as a Glee Club, he said, um, uh, "You you you need to when you when you perform, sing, do what you're supposed to do, and leave." Now he didn't mean don't communicate with people, whatever, yeah. but he meant do not wait for the validation to say, "Hey, did I do a good job? Did you think how did, how did it sing?" Now I'm not saying that your friends' opinions don't matter, okay? Right. But I am saying that um, if you have the, the guts to get up there and do it yourself, that is the hugest pat on the back in itself. So all I'm saying to you personally is pat yourself on the back. Do not discredit the work that you have put in. It's important. And as I talk to you, I'm talking to myself. Yeah. So just just know, just keep going, keep pushing. And I know this is probably not this whole motivational speech thing, but this is me. And I just want to tell you, <laughs> keep pushing. I appreciate keep that. Keep on going. But, but yeah. here's, here's the other part about it is like I am that kind of person that constantly needs someone mm-hmm. being like, come on. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's why I, I basically mm-hmm. married my mother. Ugh, that sounds weird. Mm-hmm. In, in certain aspects. <laughs> but I get it though. But in certain, I totally understand. There is a certain aspects to it that, but I mean, it's a. Uh, you need people. You need people. I, yeah, you need I, people. A people needy. who get you, who understand you. And needy is okay. Um, I'm yeah, a, I'm not very to, needy at to all. To an extent, but. it's okay, but but it, it's yeah. But that's but that's good. That's good that that you're not needy. It's like, mm-hmm. do you prefer? Uh, oh, no, no. Mm-hmm. Do you do, do you prefer? So do you prefer just being by yourself? Do you, are you one of those yes. kind of people? I can I can answer that real fast. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. I, I, I think people are amazing, um, mm-hmm. but then there's a side of me that doesn't really like people. I still love you, but mm-hmm. I don't really like people. It's because there's it's such a plethora of uh, of energies around. I'm more I'm definitely way more introverted. Mm-hmm. Like this is a, a platform to get to talk to you. So this and I'm also in the comfort of my own home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's so it's it's one of those things where it's like okay, this is easy to do, and right. I know that the masses or whoever watch it will see it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I don't hate people. I just I just know that there we all let's just say this. A lot of us have motives and we, we will say we don't. Mm-hmm. But we have motives. If, even if it's just to talk to you and, and pick your brain, there's a motive, even if it's negative or positive, it's a motive. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, always be leery of your own personal motives. And, and, and what is it that you really want out of something? Um, what, are, are you are you pretending like what, what is your platform and, and are you clear of your platform? You know, um, what, 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 where's your shine? How do you shine genuinely as you? not based on someone else's gifts, yeah. you know, because you have all that because you're gifted too. Yeah. So walk into that gift too. And, and what you're doing right now is a gift and it's a gift to me. So I'm grateful. I don't take it for granted. Well, seriously. Well, no, and, and me neither. And, and that's the, a lot of times when I'm uh, communicating with potential guests or guests that I've had on and they're like, um, I'll, I'll say thank you every time because I, I that's how I was taught, first of all. But but me too. They're like, bro, I should be thanking you, not you thanking me. It's like, no, like you gotta understand, like, I'm asking you to take some time out of your day, which time is mm-hmm. the most precious thing we have on earth. That's uh, true. You know, so uh I'm asking you to spend some of that on me and uh to me, every time when someone says yes, it's just like, oh, good. You know, like, I, I genuinely, I do. I genuinely you, like, You yay. sound like a very grateful man. You are grateful I am grateful, spirit. but That's I, can, what it is. But and I, I can be yeah. ungrateful, too. I can be ungrateful, too. I mean, <laughs> humans, right? Right? We can, we can. Yes, be. absolutely. <laughs> but, but it's. Well, it's, I, I don't take it for granted that, that, like, I am grateful for this mm-hmm. moment, for this, you know, to talk to you. Yeah. And. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. We're just be too nice to each other for the rest of this discussion. Is us just thanking each other? It's okay. Uh, we need more thank thankful people, so it's okay. I agree with you. And, and the thing about being mm-hmm. grateful, you know, like uh, it, there is so much ungratefulness in the world. And, and like when I talk about me being ungrateful, like even even thinking like yesterday, I was I was having those moments where I, I had a no. It was like one of those, you know, you get no's all the time in this business. And uh, mm-hmm. I got one of those no's. And for whatever reason, I'm used to no's. It's pretty simple thing. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, this one just sort of got to me. And I just started questioning everything. And I sort of went into that, like, internal dialogue where it's like, well, maybe you suck. Maybe you're not good enough. Maybe you, you're a failure. Maybe, you know, mm-hmm. and I literally had to catch myself and be like, what? But, 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 I'm but, glad but, you but, did. But wait a second. It's like you have a, a wife. You're safe. You're a, a family. You know, you like you have people who mm-hmm. love you. Like, just, mm-hmm. and you, I, you really have to stop and be like, oh my god, you know, like, yeah, pull you it really, back. You pull have it back to for pull a second. <laughs> What's the last yeah. time that um, you? I'm, do you, do you do you have those moments as well? I mean, do you have those where you have to pull yourself out of those? Is that a thing that yeah, you? Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, I, t- today was a day prior to this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there are things I won't get into the details, but sure, sure. there are things. I, 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 I'm in my head. Life happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you wake up sometimes on the wrong side of the bed, as they say. Um, you know, you, you got a lot of, on your mind. Um, stress is is a real thing, and you have to learn to calm yourself down. You have to sometimes, like, you know, you you may not have a guru who's there to say, "Hey, woosaw." You have to say, <laughs> "Hey, I need to woosaw me." Yeah, and um, I'll I'll tell myself, Cleveland, you're being too much sometimes, and you need to simmer it down, count back to ten, you know, count down, um, take the deep breaths because you need it. Um, go listen to something, put some headphones on, listen to the rain, you know, listen to some rain recordings because yeah. it calms my spirit and something it makes me go to sleep too. So all that to say, um, yes, I have a lot of the very very same things. We're human. We have right, right. again, we're on this journey called life, and at the end of the day, 
I, I learned how to pull myself back and say, man, check yourself because I don't get it right all the time. And, but at the end of the day, um, being rejected, no one likes it, but it's, it's something. But, but the beautiful thing about the rejection is this. Um, your no is going to be someone's yes, or it's going to be the correct yes for you when the right person. Right. And just because it didn't go the way you wanted to, actually, this is how I learned, and I think it is real for me, not safe for you. I think that you're, you, you get so blessed when you get the no, yeah. because you weren't supposed to be there. You might got that, say had you gotten there, and, and because you so desperately wanted, and you found every which way to make them convince them to say yes when they really want to say no, you may live in a little bit of misery in that moment because you weren't really supposed to be there. And then there's a lesson to learn that you could have avoided. So uh, count that note as your blessing, in my opinion, okay? Yeah. Not no one else. Count it. You weren't supposed to be there. No. You, and that's the thing. Being okay, you're not supposed to be there. This was not for me. Yeah. And take a deep breath. And, and it'll still linger a little bit because we don't like it. It stinks. But you, you, this too shall pass. You get over it. It's it's uh, it's funky. <laughs> it's, yeah. So I understand. Yeah. Um, no. It, and it, the thing was about it was that it was like the most gracious no too. It was like one of those no's that was mm-hmm. also filled with valuable information because the person I was contacted mm-hmm. is is a friend of mine and they actually it's a mm-hmm. sm- it's a startup out in Seattle and uh, they're doing mm-hmm. really well and and the. I think the reason why the no bothered me so much is because it came back with crushing... The information he came back with was very valuable. And I was just like, wow, he took the time to type something really long. Like, it was a very long message. Mm -hmm. It was a very nicely gracious... he cared. He does. And he's a friend. And that was beautiful. But with that was like these crushing like these crushing sentiments and these crushing numbers that just you know i thought i had something to offer and he was like actually you have nothing that i want and but here's Mm. why and it's not because i don't like the idea because he was like this is a very great idea i really like it but here's why this will never happen with us and Mm. you know it's those perspectives it will never happen with the, it, this is why it would never happen on, under the confines of him. That doesn't right. say it would never happen. Right. And, and you know what? So. He didn't say it, it would never happen. He just said mm. it was like a, because he gave me a yes, but. And then, and then he gave me mm. the but. And then it was like, then it was like at the end of it, it was like a no. So it was yes, but no. So it was fine. Mm. And, and it, what, when was the last time that you, that you, you had, um, you know, where you had a no? That uh, and you don't have to get into details, but what what are some of the things that you sort mm-hmm. of um, learned from that? Well, what I learned from my nose is, um, well, first of all, it stings. Right. Let's right. be clear. It I'm hurts. not gonna yes, lie. It hurts. It's, it's, it stings. So I totally. It hurts. I understand you. So there is no denial of that. We're human. No. Um, you know, we want something. You can't have it. Um, let's just say sometimes all no's are not always verbal. Right. And sometimes they're not written. Mm. And, and but you can know by way of silence. And I can I'll go there with it. Um, it hurts deeply. Um, and specifically when you feel like there's no um, exact answer. So at least you did get answers. Yeah. And um, like, whereas me, sometimes I never got an abs- no answer from it. It's just silence, Oof. which was the answer. Yeah. And that that kind of crushes you a bit, but I'm also so grateful mm-hmm. for that silence right. because that silence allowed me to move forward and say, "Okay, Cleve, okay, uh, you know what this isn't," and, and stop acting like you don't see the red flags. Stop acting like you don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, uh, 
rejection in relationships um, in, in music in itself. Um, that's like also like submitting a song to something you wrote, what you felt was the best song in the world mm -hmm. and you submitted it and they couldn't see the light of day. Maybe it was already rigged. Maybe they knew what they wanted. Maybe right. you just simply weren't it. And you need to accept that. Yes, this was a great song to you, but not under the confines of what they wanted. Mm -hmm. And, and it, it helps you to say, okay, but you keep moving. And do you toss that song? No, you don't toss it. It could be right for something else. So just keep yourself moving. So I constantly do a, a, a like I say a self motivational thing. Um, meditation is great. Mm. <laughs> it helps kind of help. So I, I, I get a little bit more into that. Not as much as I want to, which I will start shifting that. Mm. But it's been one of the best things that I could have ever done. Um, that helps clear me a little bit. Um, and also, if you if it hurts, say ouch. Uh, if, if it causes tears, cry. Yeah. Um, whatever it is, go through all the emotions. I think once you, because I think when you deny yourself the hurt or the the rejection of it, uh, I think you deny yourself of of healing. Yeah. And um, I want to heal. I want to move on to the next situation. I don't want to keep bringing baggage into things. Mm. I want to be a better person for me too. You know, yeah. imagine bringing that into a relationship. Yeah. We'll be, you know, try to be as, you know, that's all. I can get to deeper to that, but it's not deep. <laughs> yeah, but it is. But it is. I mean, because how many people? Because it, it matters to you. But 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 it, but it, I think it should matter to a lot of people though, because when you're when you're mm -hmm. because what you're talking about is you know self improvement, and I feel like when yes. people are taking time to improve themselves, they're not only improving mm -hmm. themselves, but they're improving the environment around them. And so, like, yes. you know, if you're constantly inviting hell into your house, you know, like drugs or bad relationships oh. or whatever it is, whatever our vice is, yeah. ice cream, yes. whatever. Mine's yeah. ice cream. It used yeah. to be drugs, but Mine's now it's ice cream. cream. Too. I don't buy it, but okay, I don't buy well, it either. I'm glad you. I don't condone don't it. I think it's a, it's a, it's a cool trade. <laughs> <laughs> and honesty is a great, is 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 a beautiful thing too. So even so. inviting honesty in that space is is um raises the bar, it raises the frequency mm. too. Whether mm. it's it's hurtful honesty or truth, mm. it still raises it because you still told the truth. And there's again where I think healing can happen. Yeah. You know, if you open yourself to it, you can you can get some some stuff done. So yeah, it, we're it, not so bad off. <laughs> well, you should you should knew me like seven years ago. <laughs> a little bit of totally different mm -hmm. answer, a uh, totally different mm -hmm. conversation we probably would have been having. But I wasn't always who I am today. But I'm I'm better. Yeah, right. So but that, and that's what I'm saying is like by self improving, you're not only just improving yourself, but you're improving the environment around you, and that includes people as well. Mm -hmm. And when people start mm -hmm. seeing that you're changing for the better, and and and, and I mean like, yeah. and I constantly have to talk about myself because that's all I know, kind of. Um, well, this is fine. But you know, you better than we do. But it's like you know, like when I quit drinking, there was this the. There was this shift that happened, and, and I had to get past this whole, like, um, I had to get past the, the person who I had become and sort of let happen uh, by running away from my problems. And so once I started that journey and started really doing these self-improving things, self-improvement things where I'm actually, I'm losing weight, I'm taking care of myself, I'm, you know, like, I'm, I'm trying, you know, I'm not doing drugs now, you know, like, really, really focusing, meditation, all that. Mm -hmm. I noticed the change was happening not only with me, but it happened with my family in my in our immediate relationship. Everything got better. It happened mm -hmm. with my friends. Everything got awesome. better. And also, my awesome. friends started looking to me as inspiration, which, again, seven years ago, that's not how mm -hmm. things were. Okay? It was like, well, I was, see, here, I was here, a mess. Here's, here's the coolest part. 
the coolest part, seven years ago, you were supposed to do everything you did in seven years ago. Right. All this was supposed to result to your right now. Right. And what you did was your darkness became light. Mm. So now all this light energy is attracting. You're now a light worker. <laughs> and, and yes, we fall back. Okay, no one's Love perfect, that. you know. And But the thing is, you're a light worker and, and now you're bringing light. And so this is why your relationship is better. This is why you have your friends and everything is better. That's why you treat yourself better. Yeah. You're cognizant of what you used to do and what mm -hmm. you won't do again because yeah. you knew what it did to you back seven years ago. Right. This becomes your story. This is a part of your journey. So mm -hmm. all, yeah, seven years ago, what I did. Yeah, you were supposed to do all of that when you did it. Yeah. None of this stuff is, is like some fluke out of the sky. Why did you do this? And what were you thinking? No, it was all supposed to happen. Again, I could be on fire right now inside myself, but I knew that this is supposed to happen and, and just, just deal with it accordingly. If you don't face stuff, all of you, mainly you in the mirror, all of it, then um, yeah, you're going to have some, some complications when it comes to real communication and being honest yes. and not lying to people because you're typically lying to yourself. I don't yeah. want that life. Yeah. And, and what you've done, even though I don't know your story and don't even need to know your story, <laughs> but I do know that something shifted and it shifted for the better. Mm -hmm. And I'm proud of you oh, that you. you stepped into new shoes and you're not and wherever those old shoes are throw those suns the salsa salsa throw them away <laughs> burn them yeah <laughs> burn them okay? yeah for sure and and you know and and that's the bigger picture here that i was sort of getting at was that mm -hmm. when you when you improve yourself you're not just improving yourself you're improving your you're improving your environment you're improving your community yeah, whatever it is yeah. like even if it's this small change it is a change mm -hmm. I mean, man in the mirror, right? It's yeah. it's a it starts yeah. with us. It starts with the man in the mirror. Yeah. So um, yeah, it, it's just been a it's been fun. But but you know, you, I'm glad that you know what I'm talking about because sometimes you talk to I people do. and they're just like, I don't know, like, what is this? like self and listen. Thinking? A lot of us don't look. A lot of us don't look like what we've been through. A lot of us don't tell all of our truths. Um, a lot of us, you know. So so all that being said. Um, again, this is your journey. Everything that happened was supposed to happen, and there's more to come mm -hmm. as long as you're here. Yeah. So just just prepare yourself as much as you can. There's some things you can't prepare for. You're just going to have to deal with it as it comes. Yeah. Um, like you said, the no you received, but the no you received didn't break you to a point where you, you're not here anymore. Right. You know? Because some people will take some people will take that no and say, all of it is over. Exactly. And, and go for but that wasn't your story. Right. See, and so that, and I that, would just go there. That And that's another thing is like when people get no's, um, they can either they, they stop or or they respond poorly in a, in a way that maybe mm -hmm. you just burnt this bridge. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and mm -hmm. I could have easily did that, which I had no inclination to. Thankfully, there was no like natural. I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> right. Like even the yeah. inclination when I have these inclinations to like react poorly, like mm -hmm. I get upset and down. on I, I have those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I you know. So, um, I, this, just let's just say this. I believe in having the moments. I believe in having mm. the um, what was me? I'm mad, and yes, yeah. I am the victim. It is okay to have all those moments, but how long do you stay there? Right. Is that that becomes like, how long do you stay in the space of victimization? And I, I choose to say, okay, you don't like it. It's hurting. It's ugly. But guess what? This is not the end of the world for you. This is going to pass over, and it to me, it becomes again way more mind over matter. Making a decision to say, how long am I going to stay here? I have personal conversations. So people like to say, hey, you're crazy if you talk back to yourself. Well, call me crazy. <laughs> because sometimes, and, and I'm sure a lot of us who won't admit it, do the same. We, You have to say, should I go? And you know your energy is telling you one thing that you shouldn't do. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that one, and you follow through and, you st and then you find that things didn't work out. But you knew better, though. But yeah. you still made a decision to still go down the dark side if you didn't have to. So yeah. my thing is like, okay, well, now that you know better, then you do better. Okay, fine. Right.
Yeah. You know, so what you going to do? Keep going down the dark road? Then that's you. That's you loving the recycled. And I, I, I use this a lot, the recycled conversation, the recycled thing. You keep recycling something because you're not done with it yet. Mm-hmm. But when you keep going down that road, you, you're going to keep going until you get there, until you get that full stop. Hopefully it doesn't take you out of here before you learn the lesson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe that was a lesson you need to learn by being taken out. You know, <laughs> Sometimes for some people. <laughs> it's that, true. That's the you lesson know? that so needs to be learned. That's the lesson. It was like, you got to go. Okay, bye. <laughs> Done. You know, but I, but I, but I, I, I would love to, to think that, you know, we, we, we keep going through and it will manifest itself. Even when you're done, what you think you're done with one thing, it'll manifest itself through someone else or through another subject until you get it. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm learning in 2020 for me, this year has been a lot of purging. Of, of things and um and and i didn't like it i didn't like it at all but i knew it need, it was necessary and it's, it is what it is you know um but the the main thing for me through all of it wish no evil wish no evil on anyone yeah and that's that's where i still stand just wish no evil yeah um and, and you keep moving forward so here i am and i'm, I'm in a, a better place a happier place um not exactly where i want to be but i'm so glad i'm still here mm. you know yeah. so and I'm glad you're, you 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 didn't expire seven years ago from your decisions. You're here seven years later having this great conversation, laughing at yourself. And I think it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing at what a buffoon I was. But, um, okay. but, it, but was, it was okay, though. Yeah, you know what? I love those years. Those years were really <laughs> yeah. fun. And, and sometimes yeah. I sometimes I make... I romanticize it too much, but um, but there was I learned a lot from those years of being that stupid. Uh, when <laughs> when when the when the pandemic sort of started rearing up, how how were what was your reaction? What was your initial reaction? I was I was very conflicted. I was I was in a space of indifference. I was in a space of disbelief. I, I didn't want to believe that COVID nineteen was real. This is just me speaking my truth. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know that it is real. I do something's out there that's happening, and people right. are, are 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 dying. And um, so I, I I take that I strike that off. Um, something's out there mm-hmm. um, for sure. Um, it was I was it was daunting. I was totally thinking, oh my god, do I have it? Uh, you know, of course, just just like kind of hypochondriac type. Yeah. You know, uh, I ha- I have some symptoms here. Ooh, <laughs> why is my chest still a little bit heavy today? Ooh, let me go and make sure. Okay, let me go get my uh, my steam mask to try to get my life together. Yeah. So it's it's a lot of things that I went through. Of course, I, I overdid bleach, uh, washing everything my after my own self, washing my yeah. doorknobs and and everything. Uh, con- again, like I said, the constant washing of hands, wearing the mask. Um, I have, I, I'm better with that now because at first it just took a minute to get used to having to have something over your face. Right. Um, but but my re- my response to it was um, not to get too deep into my because I'm not going to say I'm a conspiracy theorist. The thing is this: <laughs> I just don't I believe everything that I. I, okay, so we're kind of in the same boat. Yes. But I just don't believe everything that people say. And, and I think that there's so much hidden behind things that we don't know. And then, again, while we were, again, the world's filled with a lot of distractions. While the real culprits are, are getting away with murder, if you will, mm-hmm. um, something even, you know, we're too focused on, oh my gosh, go get some toilet paper. And don't get me wrong, I thought, I thought everybody who needed to go do, the person who went and got the toilet paper needed to go get the toilet paper. It wasn't that, okay, you just overreacting. Yeah. Well, this is their reaction to it. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Because yes. we was like, people are so crazy. And I had to respect that everybody had their way of dealing with it. Right. I didn't feel the rush, um, but I constantly, I, I kept going to Costco and buying a ton of water. Like water, <laughs> water, 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 and peanut butter. <laughs> and peanut butter. <laughs> so, 
I did. Because I'm thinking, what is sustainable? Honey is sustainable. Yep. What are the sustainable things? Oh, what if you have no water? What if your 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 lights and all this stuff gets turned <laughs> off? What happens? How can you survive? You know, so I um, you know, had dear friends who say, Cleveland, these are the things that they're gonna probably they're not perishable. So you'll be okay with these things. So I kind of went in that zone. Yeah. Um, I did stay inside the house again. I like being home. So mm-hmm. being a little being introverted was easy. It was just easy for me to to chill. So quarantining was was I have always quarantined. So it was always <laughs> And not unless I had to go out and perform. Right. So I was home. So yeah. didn't didn't mind me much at all. I mean, I found a little bit of glory in it. And I like the fact that, you know, you know, just chilling at the house. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, my concern, but my concern was Cleveland, do not get fat. So <laughs> I worked on <laughs> oh, me too. That is my day. Do not get fat. You you know better. Uh, so <laughs> I learned to, to watch the food I was eating, yeah. and I have not gained any weight during this quarantine thus far. In fact, people Press. who have now who seen me have said, "Hey man, oh my God, what are you doing? You look good. Uh, you, you know your weight is keeping down." And my mind's like, "Well, I don't know. Maybe it's all the water I'm drinking." Because remember, I went and bought a ton of water. Yeah. So <laughs> in a nutshell, you know, I stayed to myself and um, I paid my bills. And and I will say this, you know, just being able to to um to 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 sustain my life throughout this this pandemic has been great. So um you know um do I like it? Um I did I don't like what's going on, but I I knew something needed to shift for change to come. Yes. And change is happening. Yes. And it's really happening. I think that it's a permanent change happening now um mm-hmm. that that is is extremely necessary. Yeah. So um hats off to not hats off to COVID-19 coronavirus, but there was a reason for you to come and shake the atmosphere. There was a reason for the protest to happen, all that stuff yeah. to shake the atmosphere because something has to give and it's time. Yeah. It's time's up for us. So here we are. Yeah, no. And, and that you hit on something perfectly is that, <clears throat> that, mm-hmm. that this virus highlighted all the cracks and hypocrisies mm-hmm. in this, in, in this structure that we call, um, United States. And, mm-hmm. um, it highlighted to the point where people were like, "No, nah, I'm not. No, this is this is crazy. You know, like we, we're not going to mm-hmm. deal with this too." And mm-hmm. I love that. Um, I, I'm I'm curious how what is the what is the environment? What's the temperature? Not like the physical temperature out there, but okay. like, <laughs> but what's the feel in Atlanta right now? You're in Atlanta, correct? You still mm-hmm. are. Okay. I'm in Atlanta. Okay, mm-hmm. and I know you know I know there was a lot of protests going on there, and I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, another shooting a couple weeks ago. So mm-hmm. I, I'm just curious, yes. what what are the what is the what is the environment there? And um, well, I, I will say this: the um, it, it it is a, an environment of, of unrest. But what mm-hmm. I have not seen, and I would be honest, like I've been wanting to really get out there and protest. Of course, my mother would call me on the phone and say, "Cleveland, where are you? What are you doing?" She's remember, and, and I'm going to go deep here. She's remembering I have a black son, yeah. and there's a probability something could happen to my black son, yes. and she doesn't want that to happen. So she keeps she she calls, and it's so different now when when her calls are 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 you home? She wants to know that I'm home. Yeah. She needs to know that I'm safe. So it's 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 hurtful because this is now the reality. It's always been this way, but now it's more it's amplified. Mm-hmm. So um, but but can I say do I know much about protests currently today? I don't. Because what I stopped doing was um was looking at the news um too much. Yeah. Because um I saw the night when um what's this guy's name um Rayshard Brooks I think that's his name. Yeah, I'm not I sure if his last name. Not a set wrong. I think it is. Um, Brooks. but but I, I so I, I I turned the TV on and all I see is is the flames happening and all this stuff and I st- and yes it was it was senseless it was a senseless death um in my opinion but at the end of the day this is where we are and I'm so glad to see more people of of different hues um, putting in the efforts to say this must end. Um, 
And I always, I always have a problem with the term allies. I'm a, I'm a different thinker, again. Mm-hmm. So people say, oh, you need allies. I, see, to me, I'm, I'm, it, it negates the word human. Mm-hmm. Allies negates, I know we're different. We all come from different walks of life or whatever, whatever but mm-hmm. we still, again, we cut, we, we, we bleed and whatever. Different perspectives of life, okay, you may like life this way, I like life this life, but at the end of the day, we still, we're born and we're gonna die. We have an experience and then we die, okay? Mm-hmm. All that being said, um, it's hard for me to say that, oh my God, this is my black brother, this is my white brother, and I need my white brother to come with me and, and, and join with me with this. I need my brother mm-hmm. to come and join with me. And that and, and that's when I think we start, I, it, don't get me wrong, we know racism is a real thing, but it, it just kind of helps um, us to really see that, you know, it's the human quality that's most important, not, you know, your texture, your skin tone. Um, but again, uh, I do see why people unify as they do and, and why a lot of black people are unifying um, because it's necessary because um, we haven't had that in a long time. So I'm starting to see a, lo- a big rise in good things that happen within the black community, but hopefully to me in my mind globally, um, which means everybody. And, um, you know, but I'm not, uh, but uh, let me for the record, I'm not an all lives matter guy. Why? <laughs> yes, because I'm not going to, no, I'm not. Black lives matter. It does because yeah. I'm a black man and we're being taken out like like it's nothing mm-hmm. and um and how dare i sit in silence and say that the pain doesn't hurt it hurts yeah. so um so i, I just want to send but i'm also a loving guy you know i'm a peaceful guy um i want to see you better guy you know so and me be better too so all that to say not to get too deep and too heavy um the climate here is interesting but um you know, there, some days is heavy, some days is not. But I haven't heard anything crazy as of late. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I'm happy about that, at least. Yeah. But, um, but, but, but the shift must come. And one thing I must say is that, you know, just because we're, we're on this trail, the trail, you know, when it seems to get quiet, um, people will think that you're going to a space of dormancy. And that's not what it is. You've got to keep fighting. You, don't let, you do not let up until there is this thing called equality, not mm-hmm. just, you know, mm-hmm. not civil rights. No, <laughs> Across the board, everybody's supposed to have the same thing. Treat everybody the right way. Should be about skin tone, and you know. But what, what is equality? Do you what do you see equality as? Equality is me having the very same rights you have. I don't even know your race. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. But the thing is, like, well, let's say you be perceived. Well, I'm obviously black, and you may be perceived as white, right? I am perceived I don't as know white. That. Yeah, I'm Mexican, okay. but are you white? I'm Mexican. Mexican. I'm half and half. I'm a half Mexican. <laughs> Okay, well, welcome to the world. And, uh, <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Listen, hey, and, and I love the thing it. is, it's, 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 yeah, but yeah, like you could be perceived a certain way, and and someone like you could get away with a certain privilege that of I could never get away with yeah. here, and and that is that's where the problem um it lies. It is it is about white privilege, and it has to end. Mm-hmm. It has to end. If it doesn't end, you know, we're gonna still stay back. Um, you know, again, this is four hundred plus years ago. This stuff has happened, and we're still screaming for the same thing. People are tired. So when you see the looting and all this stuff, now I under have, I have a better hand on because I'm I'm also the guy where you can tell me some things and it will go over my head. Like, uh, Cleveland is at the airport. He does not know what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, th- but then when I start, I stop sitting and I research. I start to see that okay, oh, I see how this is working and why looting is. It, it makes sense, even though some people don't get it. Why are you tearing down your city? Listen, um, let's go back to Tulsa. They tore down an entire city. They bombed these people. Um, Wilmington, Delaware. I think it was Wilmington, Wilmington, North Carolina. I think it is. But there's so much, so much genocide that's happened within um, in, in America towards um, uh, people that are not white. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and 
until you're in that skin and, and no shade at all. But you know, you, you, you never understand it, feel it. Of you know course. what I'm saying? But the empathy is, is important too, yeah. but you'll never feel it. So I so I can't sit back because I do have some amazing friends that I that are considered white. I don't really like to say I got great white friends, like a lot of <laughs> white people say, I got black friends. Yeah. <laughs> I don't weird. like saying that. Like I don't say I got great white friends. No, I got some really good ass friends. Yeah. I didn't say the word ass. Like they yeah. got some good folk that I know that happen to not be black. Yeah. So I, I, I want to see them as that, but that is also the way Cleveland sees the world. Um, but I'm not stupid, and I do see that this things are going pretty bad, And but I also know that things are rising. So mm-hmm. I want us to stay in a positive space as much as possible, but let's do address the truth mm-hmm. so we can move forward yeah. and change, and literally change it for good and forever, not back, not backtracking, because that Confederate flag has to go. Oh I'm sorry. God. And no, like, I'm not sorry. What? what yeah, no, go. that that the the insanity of regressing is just so. But but again, it's you know it, we're not really regressing. It's like the thing is, it's always been there. It's just been you know mm-hmm. under the surface. So mm-hmm. you know, I mean, maybe it's better that it's all out in the open now, so we can know where to go. Because well, I I, I rather know. I rather yeah. know the races. Yeah, I'd rather know too. who's 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 who. I'd like to know the culprit, so you can you can function better. At least you know. Versus, um, you later on, you you over here sitting willy nilly, and you bombed, and you're dead, and and because because you thought that Sammy was your friend, Sammy wasn't your friend. Sammy was just you know an informant. You don't yeah. you never know. And don't get me wrong, it's not just all um all uh <laughs> all white people too. So let's be very clear on that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying racist racist is is in, even within you know we have colorism. We're not gonna get into that, but again. We have yeah. we have Mexicans who don't like blacks. Blacks, who, you know, it's all over. It's across the board. Uh, but no. the brunt yeah. of it tends to be black people. I don't know. Maybe because we have this most luscious skin. Maybe that's what it is. It is beautiful. Great. <laughs> it is amazing. It is beautiful. And so, at, at all that to say, um, you know, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna love, but I'm not gonna be stupid. Yeah. You know. For sure. Yeah. No. And, um, you know, it, it's, uh, I, you know, like what. When we were talking about equality here, you know, like it's it's interesting that so much has been put on race, and and I'm not trying to say it's not mm-hmm. race. There's not race is not yeah. the core at this, but mm-hmm. but I what I fear is that things get lost because you're gonna hear nothing but you know this race talk out of the politicians, and we're hearing mm-hmm. you know Amazon's put doing the Black Lives Matter stuff, and they're doing you know they're doing that that's wonderful stuff. But it's don't also don't believe the hype. But it's also drawing <laughs> attention f- away from the fact that these corporations and our government are basically one. And if they mm-hmm. really cared about black people, they would take all that money that they scam out of those tax loops that they work together so hard to, and they'd get clean mm-hmm. fucking drinking water to Flint, where that has Period. the most Period. amount of black people in the state of Michigan. You want to fucking help mm-hmm. people? Go take that money. Right. Stop doing this culture war shit, and let's talk about mm-hmm. what really matters. And it's, it's right. the, 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 the amount of money that they are just squandering to themselves... Those tax mm-hmm. dollars could easily t- fix South Chicago. It easily. could have been resolved a long time ago. Easily. A long this time ago. Do you think? But, but again, people would like to deny systematic racism, bull, um, institutionalized racism, bull, um, uh, racial uh, 
it, it's, it's, it's a whole lot of stuff, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and, and I'm constantly learning. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know it all. God knows I don't. But um, there's a lot that I'm catching on to and saying, okay, Cleveland, do, do your homework, investigate, see things. Because what I've learned is that a lot of people have a lot to say mm-hmm. and don't have a lot of factual things to stand on. And before I say something that I really don't know about, I tend to say, let me go see here. Let me, let me go look this up. And even sometimes you got to be careful what you're looking up to specifically. Because yeah. everybody say, Google it. Everything on Google is not true. People... Yeah. Stop that mess, you know what I'm saying? But 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 it is a sometimes it's a reliable source, but it is not the end all be all. Right. Um. But you know, and so we, we're learning. But the thing is, this there's something positive happening out of this thing. There's a rise. Up, exactly. And I and I think that this is beautiful. So I'm I'm I I I, I turn more to that light than I yes. do focus on you know oh my gosh woe is me and this is bad this is happening because it is true. But the, it's good that that you know all the darkness is is being brought out. So mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, with uh, with when the pandemic hit, did you have uh, did you go into creative mode or did you just go into Cleveland mode and just hang out? I did both. I did Great. both of them. Yeah. I um I went to um yeah because I'm like you still got to enjoy life. Uh, mm-hmm. I, my creative mode was. You know, I would sing songs here, particularly like on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I continue to to sing songs or or, or, or write um, some stuff here and there. Um, I'm, I, I kept telling myself, "Ooh, this is a great time to really focus on that jazz album you've always wanted to do," mm-hmm. um, which I am going to do. Uh, but I haven't cool. really focused on it. I've started little pieces here and there, but I've not done much. I've really said, "Okay, Clee, you know, um, can you enjoy life right now? Can you smile today? Genuinely smile." Um, you know, take that breath of, of, of good air and keep moving forward. So I, I, I did a little of both. I, I did some creativity, some creative things, and I'm still doing that. But I'm also enjoying Cleveland. I'm enjoying sitting in the bed a little bit longer and luckily not gaining weight. Um, but, lay, but but able to lay in bed a little bit and look at a little Netflix show or something like that, yeah. um, that catching up on stuff. And, and it's so it's, it's been OK. And I have not I'm, you know, I'm not hungry. You know, um, I still have shelter. I have I have electricity. Yeah, um, I'm still able to drive my my car whenever I need to, and that's only by necessity. I don't do it just to get out and ride. It's because I need to go to the store, or I have to I have a rehearsal or something. Yeah. So you know, yeah. So both of them. That's great. That's great. Uh, mm-hmm. No, because like you, ever since this thing started, I've been talking to people about uh, you know what they did with this newfound time, and you know some people mm-hmm. are just I just sat here, nothing. I didn't do mm. anything. <laughs> but the idea that all your responsibilities are gone and uh, the only thing you really have to worry about is just staying inside and staying safe. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does give you some kind of weird comfort other, uh, outside of the fact yeah. that that existential well, angst you know about what? But that, but, that, but that has a lot to do with some people who are, again, that's, that's also uh, uh, an easy thing to say if you're a little introverted. Right, right? exactly. Yeah. You know? It was great. Oh, but if you're an extrovert, you're like, oh, I need to get out of here break yeah. free. And it's a lot of that that happens for people. So, you know, again, that goes to show the difference of people mm-hmm. and their personalities and there's an A-type or whatever. So, you know, it, it's, it's, it's how you see it. Some people are literally going through the motion, sitting in one space. Yeah. Um, I, for one, am like, okay, this is fine. Um, the air works. I'm not hot. Um, good water. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, I'm going to bake a cake today, you know, because I bake too. That's something I do on the side. Nice. I bake cakes and stuff. It's fun, you know, and it's yeah. therapeutic for me. So I do all that stuff. So it's just fun. 
Yeah. 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 Uh, wait, now, do you, are you a, uh, are you a, a voice teacher at all or do you teach? I thought I saw you were an educator somewhere looking. Yeah. Well, I, well, well, I went to Berkeley College of Music um, in Boston and I did study, um, uh, with the degree I got is professional music, but the majority of, of the classes I was taking were education classes to teach. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I, I, I don't teach right now, but I do have it. No, well, I do teach. I consider myself more of a vocal coach. I'm here to help yeah. bring, help you shine a little bit, help <laughs> you bring out some parts that you did. You were afraid to get so I can help you too. You never know. Yeah. Um, just, just, just be open because a lot of it is in our heads, but also one of the biggest problems that we have. And one of the first things I tell my, my voice students when I first meet them is like, listen, the first thing we got to work on is getting you used to your own sound. Mm. Because a lot of times we want to sound like Whitney Houston. We want to sound like Luther Vandross. We want to sound like uh, Led Zeppelin, whoever is singing out there. People want to sound like something because, again, we we all are part of our the fabric of America, our fabric of the, the music we hear, um, and we're influenced by it. But let's find your sound. You know, and that's one of the first things. Once you get there, and I think we can, um, you know, we start working some stuff. So I'm always about that. So yes, I do vocal lessons, um, <clears throat> and I, I and I really love doing it. So it's it's fun. I have a great student. I have one student right now, and she's consistent, and I love her. And she's awesome, and um, I'm very proud of her. <laughs> that's wonderful. Yeah, uh, my wife is actually a vocal teacher. So she she okay. she was there. She was there to. Uh, she was there to. Uh, constructively criticize how I did everything, <laughs> which was mm-hmm. great because mm-hmm. now I know how to breathe through my stomach and, yes. uh, and uh, not through my chest. Or, uh, and, yes. And you lose a lot of air that way. Yeah. You know? it, it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I have a question from the chat uh, and you could sure. totally feel free. This is on the yeah. spot, but there, there is a, mm-hmm. if, if you could give us a bit of a song a, a bit now, Feel free to say no. I don't want you. Don't. I'm not trying to put you on the spot here. What would you want to? You know, I, I would have to say, what would you want to hear? Because that's on the spot. Um, um, I could do a little something. I don't know what it's going to be at all. Well, um, but, I, um, I don't think. And I'm right here in front of my little piano thingy, so oh, it won't be so bad. And, and, yeah, and you can play just a little bit or all of it, whatever you want to do. <laughs> oh no, it will be just a little bit. That's great. Jose. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I don't know if this scores it well. So that's enough. I don't make too many mistakes. That was perfect. But <laughs> that was perfect. I appreciate so, it. That, hello, whoever you are. That was from Whisper I'm Glitter. I exist. <laughs> Hi, oh, how you doing? I think we're friends on Instagram. You might I be. I remember names. Yeah. yeah. Whisper Glitter. Uh, yeah. You, she might have went and found you because I, I was advertising, so she might have went and friended oh, cool. you up. But, uh, yeah. Whisper Glitter. I know. I just know that name somehow. She's maybe a, not. A, you know, it might be. Well, from, thank you. Is that from Rainbow Bright, Whisper Glitter? I don't know. I don't know where that's from. I, you know, I'm I'm always curious about these uh, these famous music schools. Like uh, I had somebody on who went to um, Juilliard, and she was a percussionist on Broadway. And you know, like I'm always curious because that was the one step that I never took. I never went and completed music school or went through with all of that. So I'm always just. Can you speak on your uh, experience? I mean, first of all. Um, you went to a fucking great school, Morehouse, right? That was yes. That's, that's where you got Always your undergrad. 
And yes, actually, this is funny. Please. So I went to Berkeley. I have I have I have two bachelor degrees. Oh, nice. So because um, at the time they didn't have an actual uh, master's program when I went to Berkeley. Oh. So oh, I wow. have a, I have a degree in theater from Morehouse. Okay. And uh, which I minor at music, and then at uh, Berkeley it is you know a music degree. So yeah. Oh, how was your experience at Morehouse? I mean, like I, th- I, I know I, I loved it. What one of the best experience in my entire life that I will never forget. I felt like that was the first time I felt free, and I laughed. And it sounds weird, but you know, I was always in my head. I grew up in this country space, and then I got to Morehouse. I felt like, oh my gosh, and and I saw a whole lot of me. Yeah. I saw a whole lot of black guys, and we were all in this one place. And of course, there's Spelman across the street with all you know, uh, predominantly African American um, female college. And it was just a beautiful experience for me. And I'm so glad that I did that before going to a place like Berkeley. Um, I felt like I got a good black experience um, that I really needed because um, I was one of those kind of reclusive kind of kids. You know, um, you know, I definitely didn't have. I, I didn't grow up with a brother. You know, um, I just had me, my mother, and my sister. So you know, to be around other black men like myself was was very, very um, a very positive. Um, thing for my life. So, um, cause again, I didn't grow up with it. Um, so it was just, so Morehouse is top for me, always top. That's, that's, you know, I'm a Morehouse man. And I'm very proud to say that. Um, Berkeley College of Music, awesome place. Um, definitely a wonderful place. I think it's extremely too expensive, but, um, <laughs> cause we're still paying those student loans, but I get it because it is a state of the art school and a lot of grapes have gone there. And I want to consider myself one of those greats who's also stepped out there too. And, and, and also, again, I'm going to say thank you for this type of platform because somebody who didn't know me gets to know me this time. So thank you for this opportunity. Absolutely. I mean, I want as yeah. many people to know about you as possible. I mean, that, thank well, you so yeah. much for and, that. And, and you t- <laughs> I, thank you for that little thing. I know that's always weird when people are like, "Hey, start singing," <laughs> but you yeah. know, no, but um, it was okay. It was okay, I, I, and I kind of was it. waiting for that to happen, so it was okay. I didn't, you know, I, I did a little something, something, and I moved on. Yeah, that was perfect. <laughs> that was perfect. That was absolutely perfect. So, so your experience with um, with Berkeley, what was like some of the? Uh, we'll start with Morehouse. What besides besides being around other black men and black people mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. In, in an educational experience, especially yeah. like what are some of the big things that you took away in your in, in your uh, creative side and, and well, other again, sides as well too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? I think that I I was able to bond better with with my own. Um, I, I I grew up and this is another um, confession session, if you if you will. Um, I had problems being around other black men because I didn't you know. Um, I didn't come across as the most masculine guy. Mm-hmm. So he was always like, you know, hey, man, what's going on? You know, and I was just like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Uh, you know, so it, it was a thing of, of, of feeling comfortable in my own skin. And um, and that um, environment provided that for me. Um, let's just see. Um, that was one part. Yeah, uh, that's cre- huge. Creatively. Very, very huge for That's me because um, yeah. again, I'm more introverted and I tend to I like to be by myself. But it was nice to 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 have friends that I have for life. Yeah, that I can say I have for life. Um, that I met there um, and brothers for life is what I would say. Um. Uh, it it definitely brought a, about a lot more creativity there because that's when I first discovered jazz. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard stuff, oh. but I never really sung jazz, never knew much about it until a young lady said, you have a jazzy sound. And when we did that, uh, and she said, she taught me Autumn Leaves and the song Summertime. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I fell in love. So I started researching Jimmy Little, Jimmy Scott. I started researching um, Ella Fitzgerald, Billie Holiday, but I fell in love, which I love all of them, but I fell in love with Sarah Vaughn. Oh. And I just kept buying her recordings, buying her recordings and listened to the richness of, of her voice. So I got deep into that. So that, 
you know, again, just the camaraderie with friends, knowing that, uh, learning more about music, learning more about theater because I had to be out there in the front. Um, I try to always do stage management stuff, but I end up singing and getting a role that I didn't want to get. So I had to sing anyway, still getting to get the role. So it was breaking me out of my shyness. So it's, it's, it's just a lot of beautiful places uh, uh, that I can say when I think of Morehouse uh, that I can say it's just, it's, it's, it's just, you can't really put a pin on it. It's just, it's beautiful. It's one of the most beautiful experiences I've ever had in my life. And I'm grateful that I was accepted and made so many great friends and brothers and, and sisters as well from there. So love that place. That's wonderful. And then what about Berkeley? What are, what are some of the big things that you took away from there? Berkeley. Berkeley was definitely, um, I was intimidated uh, <laughs> initially sure. to get to Berkeley because I was quite intimidated. I, I knew that I could sing, but I didn't know what I was singing, let's just say that. So it's almost as if going to Berkeley taught me how to really learn what I was doing already, um, which a friend already kind of told me that. Thank you, Mark Nelson, for that. He told me that. He said, you're kind of just going to study what you already naturally do. You're just going to figure out what it is. So, um, but but I did definitely grew. So I, I grew in, in, in the space of theory. I knew more about theory. Um, I started then producing songs. I knew, um, I, I'm still not a proficient um, piano player, but you put a chord chart in front of me, Arlici, I can probably make it through the song. Um, but as far as the environment, what I love most about Berkeley was that there were so many people from all these walks of life. So it wasn't just a Black thing. It was Indian. It was uh, African. It was from Norway. It was from Australia. Um, the UK, Germany, you name it, so many places, and from people from all these walks. And one thing that I love about Berkeley, I felt like it was just a sweet cosmic space that housed the love of music, and nobody cared your color. Nobody cared your sexuality. Nobody cared about, you know, um, what your religion was. People just simply just got in there, and we loved the music. I was singing Japanese pop. Huh? Who thought that would happen, you know? Um, <laughs> But they asked me to do it, and I was excited that they thought I was good enough to ask to sing on a Japanese pop with a, in a little a Japanese recital. Yeah. It's so many things that's happened, and I so I I attribute um, good things when I think of Berkeley. I, it just was a great experience um, overall. Too expensive still, but a good place. So I, I'm just curious now with with uh, you know with everything seeming to open and back up. Um, have you been uh, getting gigs and stuff? Are you been gigging out in the real world? Not really, honestly. Um, you know, maybe something private could happen, um, but definitely nothing because there's no venue, no venues to my knowledge. Oh, they're really still closed. closed. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, maybe you get me on your patio and sing a few songs and we can make some money that way. That'd be great. <laughs> um, but right now for um, a lot of us um, creatives, um, freelance uh, workers, um, we're, we're really not getting anything. So it's, it's been tough. It's been really, it's been tough, but um Luckily, there's a potential unemployment situation for people. So, you know, everything is not all lost. Right. Um, but it's nice to, to do your work and do it yourself and, and, you know, get back on. So I'm hoping something opens up. But right now I'm hearing that um, COVID-19 has made a big rise again. And um, people, please stay in place. You know, wear your mask. My mask is actually sitting here on the couch back here. But, I, um, you know, but I'm also home. Yeah. <laughs> but when I do to like you know public spaces grocery stores and stuff like that i, I do put it on um to protect myself enough um but I'm, I'm grateful to to be here and then um you know and let's just be safe clean your hands all the stuff that they say do. you know just know that um let's not get too deep you know i have 
Remember me? <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I'm I like for a while there, I I just thought that this was just a way for um, corporations to completely take over, and you know, like I'm sorry, say that one more time. That a lot of that happened too. Yeah, a lot of that a, a lot happened. So yeah. it still happened. Well, forty percent. Well, forty percent of small businesses are not coming back from this, and you know and that, what I'm saying. And, and and the Dow is going great, and we're and we're unemployed. You know, it, it, there's just such a. It doesn't make sense. Like the Dow is doing great, but unemployment's you know doing awful. You know, it's on the rise. Yeah, small businesses are going out by by the tons, and yeah. and I mean, what does that say to you? When you see stuff like that, when you see the Dow going great, but everybody else is sort of just sort of scrambling. Well, what I do see is that, um, well, let's just say that if, if we are wise, and for, for those of us who do get um, employment, let's just say, let's be smart in where we actually spend our, how we spend our dollars. Yes. And that's one of the things, is one of the biggest um, culprits. See, we, we're, 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 we're consumers, let's not lie. We're yeah. consumers and we want things, we want what we want. We want that ice cream. Uh, we want, you know, our faith, and, and, and no one is saying that you can't. But then there, there's a time. This is now. I would say, what can you do without? And and are you are you practicing that? Um, are you saving anything? Are, are you investing anything for yourself? Because while these corporations are doing, something, you can also, if you have a little bit, you can also invest a little bit of stock into yeah. the stock market. You know, so these are things that. Um, and in and, and this spirit of COVID, say, okay, wait, I never thought about being some financial planner or, or, or into that. So I'm learning, wait a minute, you know, what, what, what can you do that's smarter than just waiting? What you doing? Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's me making the decision. But then there are some of us who do not know the way. And, and for those of us who do know the way, help, show, hey, um, because people don't honestly know. We, we get to the point where we know, well, you should know better. Oh, everybody doesn't know better. So you teach them sometimes. So let's have more compassion. And I think that um, we'll, we'll keep moving along with through all, all that's going on right now. So 2020, woo. Woo-hoo. And, and, and it's still woo-woo-woo. It, yeah. it's, it's not, <laughs> yeah. it's not it's, it is not giving us a break. I'm glad. In a, I don't like it, but I'm glad because it's, it's really, really helping um, truth to really come out and just be seen. And I'd rather live in the truth than, um, you know, wait later on and, and something is going to happen that I could have, because I, I, I didn't know. So it's nice to know. Yeah. And, yeah. The truth will set you free, folks. Um, yeah. Cleveland, I, um, I, I was, I'm so happy we get, we're able to talk, and I had such a blast talking to you and getting to know you a little better. And um, I look for, is there, do you got any releases going to come out, or is everything just sort of on hold right now? Well, let me just say this. So this is the thing. I, uh, right during the pandemic, which hit me hard, was I just released an album. <laughs> oh, my. We didn't even talk about that. I was so sorry. It's fine. It's fine. At least we'll get, we'll get this in. We, we needed to talk about what we spoke about. All this needs to happen. Yeah. But I released an album on March 27. It's digital. It's all on, you know, all the streams. And the title of it is Let's Make Love um, by Cleveland P. Jones. Um, it's it's uh, 12 tracks. It's beautiful, um, it's by the way. I did things, thank you. I did things my way. I didn't um, let someone tell me that I have to sound like what's supposed to be on the radio. Mm. Um, I, and I'm a creative and I did it my way. I'm, I love choral music. I, 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 many times on track 12. Um, 
you know, uh, I, I like to produce a certain some some things I did. I love the the guy named Daniel Cross. He's an amazing producer. So I I called on him. I called on Wagner. I called on um, Brandon Thomas. I called on um, Mark Nelson. Um, I called on um, what's his Darren Benjamin. I don't really know. But the point is, I called on some really great people uh, uh, who are just good people and they know what they're doing. And I don't regret it. Only thing I will say, the timing of COVID is that the momentum of, of moving forward with the album was pushed. It, it didn't, you know, I didn't try to even put it to radio. I kind of got discouraged, to be honest. I was like, oh, well, here we go. Nobody's doing this anymore. Uh, you know, I can't do the, the, the CD release party anymore. Right. Um, the thing is that I wonder, because right now that has been out March 27th, do I get a chance to relive it? It's kind of hard. Yeah. Kind of hard to, to, to bring that back. But what I will say is that my music is great and it is not dead. If you have an open ear and you have an open heart and you, you want to hear some good vocals um, and arrangements, um, take a listen to it and check it out. I'm sorry, on Spotify as well. It's uh, Cleveland P. Jones. And that's how you'll find me. Um, and also, if you want to check me out, there's, uh, again, Facebook, all this other stuff. Everything is Cleveland P. Jones, Twitter, Instagram, Cleveland P. Jones. And if you like my baking, just go to the baker at Instagram. <laughs> That's awesome. I'll make sure I link, um, I'll make sure that all those links are in the show notes on the podcast uh but uh but there is a link in the chat everybody you guys go and click on that and go go support cleveland and uh again Uh, thank you so much i this was wonderful i appreciate it and blessing so this is and tell you this little diamond um you you helped this moment help my day go back so thank you for this moment. oh well thank you thank you very much I, i appreciate that um I'll I'll be in touch very soon, Cleveland. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you so much, Cleveland, for coming on the show. I really appreciate you taking time out of your life. And, and sharing it with me and us and, and the world. And again, go check out Cleveland's latest release. It's called Let's Make Love. It's on all the streaming platforms. I think it is. I hope it is. I'll leave a note. Uh, I'll leave a link at least to the band camp and such. Um, so you can go and buy the album directly. So, um, yeah. So go support Cleveland lovely human being just just a joy to talk to um go check out rainamystique.com r-e-i-n-a-m-y-s-t-i-q-u-e.com check out her streams on twitch which she likes to stream what is it tuesday thursday and sundays tuesdays and thursday 8 a.m sundays 8 p.m this week is her birthday week actually i'm recording it right now she's actually streaming currently i'm watching her on my tv on mute because I'm recording this while her and uh, our Bishop are streaming Echo. <laughs> it's her birthday stream, so she's having a good time with it. Um, so go check her out. She's streaming all week this uh, this week because it's her birthday week. So she'll be streaming every day this week. So go check her out. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Mystique. Uh, you can also check out WSEG TV, which is on Twitch. TV 
slash we speak English good, which it's on Twitch. Okay. I just, that sentence was just one big run on. Oh, I have to say something. I just discovered that, um, um, oh my gosh, that Charles Jones, who is a pianist, he, he plays for Andre Day, Scary Pockets. I mean, he's just, uh, he's in LA. I don't think he's from LA, but he's in, he's currently in LA and he's twitching and I mean, this dude is so good. I'm, I'm going to reach out to him on his Discord. I'm going to reach out and see if he, I can get him on the show. That would be so incredible. He's so good. Like, King Charles, man. When I saw him in, I saw him at the Casbah with Andre Day a few years ago when I used to live in California and my life was much different. Um, <laughs> it, 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 he was he just he just he was a showstopper i mean andre day is incredible and i'm not taking nothing away from her because she's a showstopper of her own but she gave the stage up this is this is how beautiful of a human being she is she's and her ego is in check because she was able to hand over the stage to charles jones who proceeded to just kill for like 15 minutes singing these mashups I mean, he can just sing his ass off. He can play his ass off. He's a pianist. I mean, geez, Louise, man, I was so—it it was just breathtaking. And now he's on Twitch. Uh, like he's—he's he's on my phone right now. I'm, I was just watching him because I'm—oh my god, it's so good. If you guys you go follow him or go check him out as well, Charles Jones Music on Twitch. If you're on Twitch, I'm trying to get y'all on Twitch. Y'all need to get over on Twitch. 3,000 y'all motherfuckers will listen to a podcast, but not one of y'all going to come over to Twitch. I see how it is. I'm just joking. I understand. There's already a lot going on in the world right now. And uh, throwing one more platform in the mix. I can understand. It can throw you all off. It can throw you off. Um, I, I actually do want I, I had this. I had a gig over the weekend um, on Friday. And I didn't stream last friday because me and reyna had a gig up in flint at a vehicle city um dispensary it's a social club vehicle city social club it's a weed uh social club it, it's pretty incredible it's basically like um it's just there's several vendors there i've talked about it before there's several weed vendors there so you get a whole variety of choices you can hang out they got food it's like you just hang out. It's cool as fuck. Sorry, I was, oof, man, I'm tired. I have just been real tired lately. But no, we we played. It, it was a it was a charity thing because you know things are um, people are going through a hard time right now. So we wanted to just help out and hang out. So we just went up there and uh, smoked hella weed and played music, and it was really nice. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because. First of all, I missed the stream, and, and that makes me feel, I actually feel guilty that I missed my stream. I actually feel like I missed work, like, you know, when you play hooky from work, even though I was working other in other facets, um, but, uh, you know, I, it was a charity thing, and, and and we haven't been really, we've been, there. there's no real gigs out there anyways, but... You know, people are asking us to do things, and we, you know, we live with um, 
my mom so she's at risk of this virus and so that we can't really go and do stuff uh, a lot of the times but um this was nice and we were able to go and hang out it was an outdoor thing and everybody kept their distance and here's the biggest the reason why i brought this up because there's a huge difference between playing at a dispensary and a weed social club and let me tell you what that difference is fucking alcohol because alcohol just makes every situation i mean it can be so fun and i'm not hating on people who can handle their alcohol and drink responsibly and who aren't like out there fucking ruining their life and other people's life in the process of you know, trying to party party <laughs> um but there was nobody up in my face, in my shit, like being like, bro, you're so good. And it's not like they, and I'm not saying that just to, you know, boast about my skills. People just come at you like, uh, bro, and they're on your face. They talk real close. They want to touch your stuff. They want to play your guitar. They want to sing on your microphone. They want to ogle your wife. They want to like try to hug your wife all like a lot and weird you know, I'm talking about dudes, creepy women too want to hug Reyna, but like, it's a different kind of thing when women, because women tend to like want to like touch her hair and stuff. So it's just like, it's drunk people. We went there. I ended up getting into a conspiracy conversation with it's stoners. And we're talking about conspiracies. Uh, we're keeping our distance. We're respectful. We're not talking loudly at each other. We're listening with intent. <laughs> there were, so <laughs> this stoner kid was like, can I tell y'all a riddle? It's like, okay. He's like, uh, what was it? I got to think of it. What is, uh, okay, it is what it is, and it is what it's not, and it is what it isn't. What is it? So I'm not going to repeat that because I don't know if I can repeat that. Uh, legally, I don't know if I can. Uh, so I'll give you a second to answer that. Okay. The answer is truth i said coronavirus which is kind of fits in that truth category but uh uh it's just that that's the kind of conversation we're having very respectful very distanced very casual not in your face not like you know like alcohol just brings out the worst parts of everyone or, or the best parts. I mean, it just depends on what kind of drunk you are. I know for me, it brings out the worst parts of me. Just the absolute, just the absolute worst. So that's why I don't drink anymore. But anyways, so I, you know, like, in, and even with all that, even with this, this gig, you know, at this dispensary, which, you know, I'm a stoner, so that works for me. I like to... I like playing where weed is being smoked. It's just nice. I, I enjoy that vibe. So, um, but even even that, even you know, going hanging out and chilling, everybody's respectful and stuff. It still wasn't. It's it's. I still prefer Twitch. I still prefer streaming over over playing out gigs even cherry gigs that i want 
to play because I wanted to play this even though we weren't getting paid it, we still were uh, you know we still were able to hang out and and, and get high and, and just play music so it was nice and this was in Flint Michigan which I don't know if you guys are familiar with Flint wherever you're listening from if, if you ever heard of Flint it's probably because you heard that there's this city in Michigan that they can't drink the water because of corruption essentially um, yeah that's Flint <laughs> yeah it, it's actually a very sad and depressed place but the people there are still have spunk and, uh, you know, the people haven't forgotten that Flint used to be. I mean, Flint used to be this, like, just jewel of Michigan. You know, like Detroit and Flint. They used to be these, these crown jewels of, of, of industry. And within, you know, a couple decades, it, it's crumbled to corrupt. Just, uh, you know, it's sad. We were talking to some of the vendors there, some of the homies, and... Um, you know, they're just telling us, it's like, I remember as a child that this place was magic. You know, this place was magical, but, um, yeah, they not, you know, it kind of lost its charms. And that's sad. So, you know, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a strange place, but the people are still good and the people are, are hardy. You know, the people are cool, so. I, I, I can always appreciate that. Uh, but again, I prefer Twitch. I prefer just twitching and streaming and then not having to tear down. Well, I still have to tear down equipment after I Twitch because I share space, but not like tear down at a gig and then drive home and then blah, 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 and whatever. So anyways, that was that 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 was my weekend. I, it was fun and I enjoyed it, but I prefer staying home. <laughs> okay guys i will be back next i'm not sure if i'm gonna do a re uh, double release this week and if it is who's next who's even coming up next my god i don't even know what's happening oh johnny tar so uh my buddy johnny tar he's been on the show before so johnny tar will be the next release um uh, johnny tar is uh, uh, uh he he's electro funk artist he's a soul singer he's from australia or no my bad he's from wales my god he's from the uk he's a welshman so that will be the next release i'm not sure if it'll be this friday or if it'll be just next wednesday on our regular release day but we got aaron goldberg who is a music streamer coming up we got matt suarez another music streamer he's also been on the show and sundancer so we got music streamers coming up obviously we got music streamers because well i stream now so <laughs> lots of music streamers which is interesting about what i'm finding about music streamers is that there's not always their you know music wasn't their life before twitch you know or or it's not their life on twitch it's just it's very interesting you know like some a, a lot of people are just i like playing and singing and i've never really played gigs like regularly regular gigs but I found this home on Twitch where, I, and, and you know, during the day I am a software engineer, you know? So it's just, it's, it's interesting lot of musicians on um, Twitch. So uh, I hope you guys have been enjoying that. I, I have, so um, lots more to come. I'm honestly about to go email Charles Jones music and see if he wants to come on the show. So 
all right guys take care of yourself i will see you guys on friday at 3 p.m eastern standard time and that's we're gonna have guest lance O. it's gonna be a live stream on twitch.tv slash we speak english good okay guys take care of yourselves be good to your fellow human beings hj's for everybody i'll talk to y'all very soon bye bye Shh.